How's it going and welcome back to the Playmakers Corner podcast. I'm your host today, Mason Austin, and I'm going to be talking about the best of the rest edge rushers in this class of 2022. To go ahead and get started, I'm going to talk about just, you know, a couple of categories and stuff that we look at when, you know, going through each and every one of these players' games. We look at their speed rush, their versatility and play recognition, their run stopping, their power rushing, their technique and stance, their footwork, their hands, their strength, their pass coverage, and of course, because you know they are rushing the quarterback and everything, they're one of the big guys. We look at their size and their frame. You know, looking at everything that we're going through, that's kind of where I'm gonna start to look at everything for each and every one of these players. I'm gonna go ahead and hop into this first guy out of Valor Christian High School. We have Luke Meyer, you know, and you know, this guy talking about his game, one of my favorite parts of his game, all around is his play recognition. He always has a knack for finding the ball and getting to it. He is just an athlete and he just, you know, he sees the ball, he he goes and gets it. And that's exactly what you want out of anyone that's playing on this defensive line. You know, and then he, he uses his like very good, you know, size because he has a good size and frame at six foot five 210 pounds you know he could definitely you know maybe put on a little bit of weight but you know his height is immaculate for what his size is and that's one of my favorite things is he utilizes that you know good size in the run game because he is a run stopper for this valor christian defense you know going into some of his stats for this season you know 49 tackles 20 of those being by himself not to mention, you know, he has seven sacks and two fumble recoveries. You know, he gets it done for this Valor Christian defense. And that's just something I like to see. It's just consistency in his entirety of his game. But going on, you know, from there, you know, he could work on his hand fighting a little bit. You know, going into some areas of improvement, that is, you know, his hand fighting is somewhere where I think he has a, a little bit of work to do. Which, you know, it's a little bit because it's nothing, you know crucial like it's holding him back you know i think that working on his hand fighting in this offseason will help him you know with his speed rush because that's something that i think that he kind of lacks in and i don't think it's in speed i think it's more in his hands and using them to you know put some more bad you know, like moves in his bag you know what i mean like being able to you know do a swim move versus a dip and rip and get their hands off him a little bit more from his hand fighting will help his speed rush just be that much better on the next level you know he definitely gets it done and that being said you know let's talk about that next level for him he isn't a commit to air force academy you know and i think this is a great spot for him i think he's gonna get it done for air force and he's gonna you know Personally, I see him getting redshirted his freshman year, coming out, you know, his sophomore year, getting a few snaps here and there, probably starting his junior year. But in that offseason, I think they're going to work on his hand fighting, you know, get his weight up just a hair and just allow him to be put into that position to excel over there at Air Force. But that being said, you know, congratulations on the commitment and, um, you know, best of luck in college and you know, we'll be looking to see what you're going to be doing next, man. After this short break, I'm going to go ahead and talk about our next guy on this list.
welcome back. I'm going to go ahead and talk about this next guy on our list here for today. We're going to talk about Caleb Pira out of Cherry Creek High School. Now I'm going to go in and start just talking about his, you know, he only had 22 tackles and nine QB hurries, but that didn't show what he did for this defense over there at Cherry Creek. They're a very stout, you know, good defense over there, and he definitely did a lot more than what this shows for you know everything to do with it like finding the ball that is something that he does not lack in at all he finds the ball and he gets there and i mean gets there as fast as possible and he is probably not accounted for as many tackles as he actually did this season or at least assisted tackles on this season because they you know they gang tackle over there at cherry creek but if you look at it you know he is 6'2", 245 pounds. That is not a little dude over there. That's just not a little dude. That being said, I think that the 245 pounds is probably on the a little bit heavier side than what he actually weighs in at. But that being, you know, on the fence there, I think he gets it done. Um as well as anyone possibly could be for this Cherry Creek defense. You know, looking at him, his technique and his stance is something I like to look at. You know, it's very fundamentally perfect. He definitely gets it done. I think his stance is, you know, you know, if he's on the right side, he has his proper hand down, if not coming out of the two point. You know, his stance is something I like to watch along with his footwork. He doesn't like to step over himself very much and he doesn't fall step. You know, it's not perfect by any means, but it is it is getting there and it, it shows that, you know, he can do what he needs to do to get there. So everything, you know, looking at everything like that, I think something that this guy needs to work on personally is, you know, for some areas of improvement for him, he needs to work on his speed rush and his power rush. I feel like he'd get a little bit well, he, he'd definitely get more sacks if he worked on both of these. You know, something that I see is he kind of lacks in the power rush as he doesn't drop his hips and engage them like he should. And in the speed rush, he just doesn't have a bag. And, you know, by by what I mean by that is the same thing I said, you know, for Luke Meyer, he, he needs to work on, you know, his swim move, his dip and rip, his stuff to get around the guy as fast as possible because I don't think he lacks in speed. I do think he lacks in, you know, the technique to get there. But another, like, one or two little things that I think he could work on, his hand fighting, it's there. He does it on multiple occasions in his film. I really like watching it. You know, he'll make the move. He'll hit someone's hands out of the way. Anything like that. I feel like his hand fighting is something that is getting there, and he's working on it slowly. But if he works on that in the offseason, it'll really, really help him, you know, excel at that next level. I really like, you know, he does a little bit more pass coverage than a lot of the guys on the edge rushers list because most edge rushers are what it says rushers. He does do a little bit more pass coverage, but, you know, that's nothing that he can't work on to just, you know, get better at. So, you know, looking at that, I'm going to talk about this guy's, you know, where he's going for his outlook because he is also committed to CSU Pueblo. I think this is the perfect scheme for him. I think it's the right fit. I think that he's going to make a difference at CSU Pueblo. I definitely think this guy is someone that's going to get redshirted a year. 
they're going to work on the intangibles and the little things and, you know, you know, the knickknack and like, you know, tic-tac things that are going to make him, you know, excel in everything he does over there. But this is a perfect program for him and it's a winning program over there at CSU Pueblo. And I think that he is going to the correct spot for the level of football that he's playing right now. If he did want to go to a JUCO and not bet on himself, he could go D1, but he would have a lot of work to do and a lot of work ahead of him. CSU Pueblo is nowhere to be slouched on. This place is, you know, they get it done up there and he's going to be helped make a difference in his second year. I can almost, I'm not going to say I can guarantee because I don't know what they have planned for him up there, but I can almost say personally, I think that he's good enough to play you know, right away, but I think that they're going to redshirt him to get his intangibles done and, you know, let him see the field more his, you know, second year. That, that being said, I'm going to go ahead and go on another little short break. And after that, we will talk about another guy. Welcome back, and let's go ahead and talk about this next guy. This one's going to be one of my, you know, favorite guys to talk about right now. Herschel Craig the third from Castleview High School. Let's just, you know, get to it. This guy barely missed, and I mean barely missed our top five edge rushers list. Cody and I went back and forth whether it should be him or, you know, one of the other guys on our list, our number five guy. Um, but that being said, let's talk about how good his play recognition is. This guy doesn't miss a play and he doesn't take plays off and it shows that his IQ is super high because he is there every single play shown by his 52 tackles, by the way. That being said, he also has 4.5 sacks and two force fumbles and one fumble recovery. This guy means business every time he steps on the field. He is ready to play and he's ready to get it done that, you know, looking at it all. I think that he takes care of business in the run game very, very effectively. And, you know, put it this way, when I I have our, you know, list pulled up, I gave him a 7.2 out of 10 on his run stopping, and Cody gave him a 6.8. So, run stopping is something he does ex exponentially well, and if you want to see it, go look at the Pomona, uh, the Pomona game. He shut down Pomona High School rush get, rushing for a good minute there. Um, it's like three back-to-back-to-back -to -back -to -back plays if you watch it. He's in the backfield and he's making the tackle. Amazing. And he gets it done in the run game from his hand fighting. His hand fighting is almost flawless. He There's not a lot of guys in the state of Colorado that could get their hands on this guy. That's, that's just what I'm going to say. You know, on the next level, obviously, everyone plays at that next level you know, as well, but his hand fighting, he gets in great positioning and it helps that he fights over the face of someone gets into position to make the tackle. And then he effectively makes the tackle. And I think that that's something that is kind of underrated about his game is the fact that he's always willing to make that play because he's always in position to make such play. It is crazy to watch. So, you know, going into more of this guy's game, you know, his technique and his stance, just like uh, our guy, you know, Caleb Para, it is very good. 
And I like his stance a lot because he, he comes out of the two-point stance a lot, which you don't see everybody doing, if that makes sense. You know, our top guy, Jared Ramos, likes to come out of the three-point stance. Just like Jackson Adams, though, his stance is basically the same. Um, the way they stand is basically the same. You know, and he... You know, he drops his hips, he's very low, he shoots out low, and he comes off the corner, like, better than almost anyone in the state of Colorado. Like, looking into some more things that I think are, you know, something underrated about him for me personally is his strength. He's a lot stronger than you would think, because he's not, you know, his size and frame isn't the, like, biggest on this list, but he's definitely not the smallest. You know, he has, he's listed here at 6'4", 215 pounds. You know, he could pack on some weight, but man, you know, for being lighter on the lighter side weight-wise, he is a crazy, and I mean crazy strong guy. Like, it's nothing like, you know, interior lineman or offensive lineman strength-wise, but he definitely puts on people on blast that aren't ready for it. And his initial punch, another thing for his hand fighting, is something to be you know not slept on for this guy so going into some areas of improvement for you know herschel craig over here you know i don't see him bull rush a lot and i think he relies you know mainly on this is you know his you know what is that speed rush to make you know the play but man when he when he does bull rush he does it very well so i'd like to see him bull rush a little bit more and see that technique develop because this technique isn't perfect, like I said, on bull rushing, but it's definitely strong. And I think, you know, hitting the weight room for him to get him to that, like, next level of strength will help him bull rush a little better. Because, like I said, he's underrated with his strength, but he's not the strongest guy in the state of Colorado. He's just not. And that's, that's fine because, you know, he will develop that and strength is something that you can always work on you can't work on you know you can't say oh man i need to develop my height you know that type of stuff that's not stuff that really comes naturally to people you know the things that you can work on like 110 percent of the time is right there your strength you know your ability to move side to side i think his agility is something that i would work on just a bit and i think that'll help him in his rushing you know getting side to side is something that he doesn't struggle with but it's not the best thing for him you know looking at you know where he's at with you know only 4.5 sacks which i only say only because there are guys in this state like marcus howard who had you know over 20 same with you know nathan hallmark who had over 20 that being said i think that's one of the things that kind of held him back from making the top five was his agility not allowing him to power rush or, you know, speed rush at that next, you know, level, which really isn't that big of a deal because it'll develop. It's just more of what I seen on his film. And it's kind of being nitpicky if you ask me, you know, but I don't mind being nitpicky because that's what I'm here for is to help him develop. Now, going into some outlook for this guy. He is another one of our, you know, CSU Pueblo commits. I think he's definitely a good fit in this scheme, and I think he's a, definitely a D2 guy. It's going to be crazy to see him and, you know, Caleb Para over there. They're both going in this freshman at the same time, so they're going to develop. Both probably get redshirted together and just work together to honestly probably dominate that D2 level because these both of the guys are great. You know, Herschel over here, 
I feel like his speed rush is going to be something that he develops really well into, and I see the way he plays as more of a, you know, speed rusher type, and that's going to be crazy to see. I'd like to see him both be able to, you know, step out and pass cover if they need to, but, you know, looking into his outlook, I feel like he's going to get redshirted his freshman year, second year he's going to come in, make a difference his second year, maybe not full-time, but man, he is definitely going to be playing maybe 50% of the snaps. And I think that's just where he's at in his development so far. And then, you know, third year, he's going to start and he's going to take a lot of the snaps and senior year, he, he's going to be a stud. I'm going to call it now, you know, mark my words, and this guy's going to do something at CSU Pueblo and he's going to help this team develop and, you know, maybe make it to that next level of a championship or whatever they develop, you know, it's a team sport. It's not just on him, but he's definitely going to put up the stats to get there. That being said, I'm going to go ahead and take another break and we're going to hop on and talk about this last guy on this list. Welcome back, and let's talk about the last guy on this list, shall we? Man, I'm so sorry if I mispronounced this name. It's a tough one. Nuni Tuatel out of Regis Jesuit High School. All right, I'm going to go in and say this is one guy that when I first, you know, watched his film, it was one of those that kind of jumped off the page at me, and I really enjoyed watching his film, so thank you for allowing me to enjoy it. You know, absolute monster stopping the run. He is... His strength and great hand fighting combines to make him just a run-stopping machine. That's that's all. I don't know how else to put it. He is strong and very strong. And he is definitely, you know, his hand fighting is one of my favorite things to watch. You know, he doesn't let people touch him. He doesn't let people get their hands on him. And that shows by the fact that he had 63 tackles and 12 sacks. He also had a forced fumble. But, you know, that aside... 12 sacks shows that no one touches this guy. He he doesn't want you touching him and he doesn't want you in his face. You know, he's he's not allowing the guy to reach. Like he makes linemen reach for him in pass coverage, which is one of my favorite things to watch for. You know, and that's why his speed rush is so good because he makes them reach for him and then he just goes over the top of them or if they reach high, he goes underneath them and he is in the quarterback's face. You know, quarterback hurries wasn't recorded for, you know, Regis. They didn't do that here. But watching his film, there's a lot. That's that's all I'm saying. There's a lot. 63 tackles. This dude was, a, this dude was an animal in the run game. You know, that being said, you know, 63 of them um, is, you know, the combined total for him. But 43 of those tackles, I'm, a, I'm sorry, 46 of his 63 tackles were solo tackles. Like, let that sink in for a second. That's over half of his tackles were by himself. And that's because he gets it done by himself. And over there, they have a great defense. They play, they always play great defense over at Regis. And this guy is the epitome of what comes out of there. You know, bull rushing isn't something I see him do a lot. But when he is speed rushing, he has the intent of shutting down the play. That's just what he has. And I think it's one of my favorite things to watch for this guy. You know, his power rushing isn't amazing or anything, but he gets it done. It's not something that he needs to, like, worry about. But I think, I think you know, let's just go into some areas of improvement real quick. I think that his power rushing would work a little bit better if his 
footwork didn't lack discipline. Now I'm going to tell you what I mean by that. Footwork lacking discipline is where it gets away from you sometimes. It's not like it's all the time. His footwork lacking discipline is when he, you know, makes certain moves or certain things. He brings back bad habits that he probably had developed as a kid because he was just one of the big guys that, you know, could do do it and not have to worry about how he did it. You know, I've seen it a lot and he'll step over his feet a couple times or he'll false step here and there. And, you know, it's nothing on him. It's just on the habit that you have to break. And I think that'll make his power rushing go from, you know, where I have him at a 5.6 and, you know, Cody has him at a 5.9 to probably like a 7 or maybe even an 8, you know. And, you know, that's one thing is like I don't see him bull rush. And like I said, he is extremely strong. And that's something that I would expect out of a guy like this. You know, he's going to bull rush you into oblivion, but instead he speed rushes you. You know, he's so strong that he's speed rushing. You know, he uses it in the speed rush, but where is it in the bull rush is where I stand. And I think that's something that you know, on the next level, they're definitely going to work with because him being already naturally this strong going there, you know, going to that next level, he's going to just get stronger. And that's something that's scary to think that this guy's going to be stronger you know, his play recognition, it's good. It's it's average. But I, I want to see it at that next level. I want to see him find the ball, seek the ball, and get it. 63 tackles in the run game and 12 sacks. You know, you'd think that his you know play recognition was amazing. But it's more the fact that he puts himself in position to make plays than recognizes the plays, you know. And I think, you know, a little more time watching film might help this guy. And I think that's one of the things that, you know, if they want – come out in the spread formation and they have one running back if they you know 50 percent of the time they're running 50 percent of the time they're passing he's not going to go for the power rush or the speed rush that is you know right then he's going to stand back for a second and realize that they are running but if it's 70 20 you know he's going to get into that bag and get ready to speed rush and i think that's something that comes in the film room more than it is developed on the field and i think a little more time developing film, which he'll do a bunch of in college, is going to help this guy. Now, that being said, let's talk about college for this guy. This guy had some offers, man. He had a lot of offers, and I think he picked the perfect one for his the way he plays and his scheme. The scheme fit over at Cal, where he is committed, is amazing. He, you know, he's a Cal commit, and I think that he's going to fit in there. He's going to fit like a glove, as they say. It is going to be amazing to watch. And I'm probably going to watch games, you know, his sophomore, junior year, just to watch him play because it's going to be sick. And I do think he's good enough to play his sophomore year. That being said, it's not going to be full-time. Don't get me wrong. He's not going to be a full-time starter, you know, starting right as a sophomore. But I do think he's going to, you know, he's going to make a difference. His freshman year, he's going to redshirt. If they do redshirt him his sophomore year, Okay, I can see it. You know, it's a D1, you know, Cal. You know, it's it's them doing what they're doing. But I think, you know, he's definitely got what it takes to play his sophomore year and start his junior year and come out and just make a difference on that field. And, you know, if they work on his footwork, you know, the little, little things for him, you know, his footwork, his power rushing, get that strength even higher up than it already is. You know, this guy is going to, be able to do whatever whatever his ceiling is it's so high i can't tell what it is if that makes sense this guy is someone to watch for and someone that was fun to watch you know all of these guys on this list 
you know, that being said, everything there, all these guys on this list, I'm going to go through them one more time. We started with Luke Meyer out of Valor Christian High School. Then we went to Kayla Para out of Cherry Creek High School. Then I went ahead and talked about Herschel Craig III out of Castleview and ended it with, again, I'm sorry if I mispronounced your name. Come on to the show, talk to us and tell me how to say it. Uh... Nuni Tuatel out of Regis Jesuit. And that is a shout out to anybody, by the way, who wants to, you know, hop on. If you hit us up, anyone on this, this is an automatic invite for you to come on and talk to me or Cody or whoever you want to talk to. And we'll break down your film with you if you want. And we'll just go through however you want to go through it. Now, I want to say, you know, shout out to all these guys and for making it, you know, all these guys were committed to a college already. So congratulations. Uh, go do your thing and on the college level. We'll be watching, you know, we'll check it out. And if you want to come back and talk to us about your experiences, anything like that, like I said, you guys are welcome on the show. So if you're listening to us, you know, I'm guessing you're listening to us on anywhere you can find a podcast, Spotify, Apple Music, Anchor, any of those places. That's probably where you're listening to us. Go ahead and give us a shout out. If you liked what we said, you know, go give us a review, whatever you want to do. Uh, go ahead and look us up on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, uh, Instagram and Facebook and all of those are at Playmakers Corner and Twitter is at Playmaker Corner. Go ahead and watch out for our Twitch streams talking about girls flag football and we will be doing film breakdowns and different things like that. We shout those out on our, you know, social medias for us to, when we're going to do those. So that way you guys can get a heads up and tune in whenever that is. If you want a film breakdown. Go ahead and go to any of our places, go to our link tree, fill out the Google form to the best of your ability. We would, you know, gladly appreciate it if you linked your huddle and we'll get to those film breakdowns as we get to them and I'll start breaking them down. And if you just want a film breakdown where I look at your film, you know, or someone here looks at your film, no matter what position you are and has us, you know, just give you some recommendations on what to work in the off season, you can message us in the DMs and be like, hey man, I just want that type of information you don't have to wait for you know the film breakdown to come out on here so that being said i have been your host today mason austin um peace